God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Well, here we are, yet another episode, yet another bright and early IOK morning. I'm going to pop the top on this Diet Coke here. I got my Coke Zero, so I'm ready to go. Dude, are we sponsored by Coke today? Well, I don't know about you, but I just got paid $10,000 to hold up that goddamn fucking Coke. That sounds like a sponsorship. I mean, I don't want to call it a sponsor. Don't call it a comeback. How about, dude, at some point, the Grim, the Grim Reaper came a calling and said, you know what? We're going to give you 20 years of your life back. And I said, okay. And uh, yeah, now your boys, he was in his late 30s. Now he's in his late 20s. Well, how does that feel? I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I don't mind. I don't give a fuck, dude. If the Grim Reaper wants to give me 20 years of my life back, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. What yeah. am I supposed to give a fuck? If the Grim Reaper wants to come and hand me a bag full of years. You wouldn't say thank you? Oh, yeah, of course. I say, what am I, rude? No, of course <laughs> I say, dude, thanks for all the years back. It's not wise to be rude to the Grim Reaper. He uh, he knows a few people. Dude, the Grim Reaper is not a dude you want on your bad side at all. You want to be cool. When the Grim Reaper, you want, you got to cr- treat the Grim Reaper like you treat Mr. T on a plane. Don't fuck with him. Just let him let him go to sleep. Let him order his drinks. Let him have his meal. And if you want to like at some point go, hey man, I like the work you've done. That's fine. But don't go up and try to fucking snap at him. I mean, do you snap at the cobra? Do you snap at the waiting lion in the Serengeti? No. No. no you, you snap don't. at the Michael Jackson's chimpanzee that might eat your face off? I don't. I mean, it just depends on where you're at and what you're doing and who you are. Are you are you an eight year old boy? Sometimes I am an eight year old boy. Are you an eight year old boy, uh, unsupervised with Michael Jackson and his chimp? If so, your name's Macaulay Culkin, and also you're defending a pedophile for the rest of your life. Oh, I said it. Well, so my phone's blowing up right now because apparently Metallica is on Howard Stern's show debuting a brand new song, a new album, and a new tour announcement, Uh-oh. Uh, which is pretty big news in my other podcast world. Well, the good news is that interview with Metallica, it's not like it's, look, is it is the year 16 and 43 of our Lord and Savior? Is it 1643? Because if it's 1643, I'm saying jump off this interview because once it happens once metallica busts out their new song using stradivarius made instruments that's over and you can't ever be seen again oh but oh wait is it 2022 oh i guess you can fucking see every second of it for now and forever um well i'll tell you what year it's not is 1899 uh, by the way, thank you to two new patrons, Mark Faber and Dylan. Dylan, your last name is Meyer. Dylan Meyer. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, Dude, you can I tell me when you were describing what? Maybe I'll save it. I'll save it for the. I have a story about 1899. I'll save it for the Secret Weekly because it involves my wife. 
Well, when you described it to me, you didn't describe it as kind of a supernatural Bermuda Triangle sitch. You described it as like immigrants on a ship and weird stuff happens. Which it, on, which started, it also is. No, no, no. It's true. But you can you can describe anything in a true way, but it's not the best way to describe it to titillate your audience. I started reading about it, and it looks like it's something I would definitely love because it seems real spooky and strange. Still haven't seen it. I will be truly shocked if you enjoy it. You'll be shocked if I enjoy it. Yes, I'll be truly surprised if you make it through even one episode without going, (laughs) fuck this. Well, here's what you can be guaranteed of from me, is that I will not spite watch it. If I really don't like it, I will turn it off and say, Bobby was right. Yeah, because you're a thanks, Daddy. You're not a you're welcome. Uh, you're not you're not a you're welcome step uncle. You're a thanks, Daddy. You do what you do what you want. I do what I well I do what I have to do to survive <laughs> um, because it's a jungle out there. It is a jungle out there. Sometimes it makes me wonder. <laughs> I did get Quentin Tarantino's new book, and it has caused me to go do a big splash into a bunch of seventies movies I haven't seen. I'm sure you've seen them though. Such as uh, Dirty Harry. Hadn't seen it. Uh, they're all like sort of watchable. I loved it. Um, Bullet. I watched Bullet last night. How was that? I had a lot of fun watching it. Honestly, I've never seen a Steve McQueen movie. That dude was cool. He was cool as shit and cool in a way that like Clint Eastwood wasn't. Clint Eastwood was cool. Like he'll snarl at you. He'll make a funny quip at you and he'll pull out a 44 Magnum and blow your fucking dick off. Steve McQueen looked kind of sad. But he was cool, and he never really got, he never really got upset about shit. He just played it cool, looked cool, and then kind of had a sad look about him, which is kind of cool. Well, he knew he'd been tapped by the by the Grim Reaper. He knew he was going out early. So sometimes when you know you're going out early, you got that sad look. Like James Dean, he's boohooing all the way through his twenties. Did Steve McQueen die early? He, is he alive today? No. <laughs> Well, he was in his 30s and the 70s. Is Clint Eastwood still fucking making movies? Yeah. Barely. He's like a skeleton. Dude, did you see that last movie that he was in? The last one I saw was American Sniper. The one he directed. Well, the last one I saw him in, Cry Macho, it was like, hey, uh, don't be in any more movies unless you're playing the Graham Reaper. Yeah. But don't be playing a dude like who's supposed to be able to like take somebody on in a fight. Cause that dude looks like if you touched him wrong, you're breaking a bone. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were just like to go up to him and go, Hey man, I enjoy your work and offer him a handshake. You're probably breaking a few phalanges. I also watched my first like black exploitation film because of Quentin called black gun. Yikes. You ever see any of those films? I mean, I saw like shaft, I think. Yeah, that's that's definitely in that and line. And I did watch the Dolomite movie that um Oh, I saw that. That Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Made. That yeah, was pretty yeah. cool. That was, that was interesting. I bet I would have enjoyed it if I had had more context for those movies. I liked Black Gun. Uh it was Jim Brown. It was real schlocky, real insane, real kind of dumb, but fun. There's like a little bit of kung fu in it. Yeah, I don't know. Every time I start dude, I'll tell you what I started watching. That's so bad, but I watched it for like 30 minutes. Like I was in a trance European vacation. I may never have seen European vacation. It just, they just, I think Netflix bought all the vacations cause they're all on Netflix. So it just came up in my queue and I was like, Oh, I don't think I've seen it. 
And then I started watching it. I was like, oh, yeah, I have seen it. And it's terrible. And directed by a lady. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? That has nothing to do with it. But people are making a big deal out of fucking making sure that that means something. Uh, yeah. Here's what they, it, here's what it yeah. can't mean, though. Can't talk about a shitty movie made by a lady. Oh, no. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, I uh, don't know. Totally. Well, me and you can because we have for years talked about how that should not matter. A movie should be good or not. We can, we can talk about anything we want. Nobody gives a fuck. Right. <laughs> how nice would it be if all of a sudden we woke up one morning and then we were trending on Twitter because it's something we said on I'm okay. You're okay. That would add a considerable amount of stress to my life. I would love it because that would mean somebody gave one fuck. Nobody does. So that's good. In a way, that's great. Dude, did you watch Stutz? I don't know what that is. No. Or it's is it- my under testes. Did you, you didn't sneak into my room and watch my under testes? Oh, no, not that I know of. <laughs> but I have about seven unaccounted hours <laughs> from last night that I thought I was sleeping. I did, did eat a the- melatonin you- gummy. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, I woke up this morning. My nuts were warm. Uh, no, Stutz is a movie that Jonah Hill did about his therapist. It's on Netflix. It's pretty good. I thought I was going to hate it. Doesn't sound good. I know it sounds horrible and it looks horrible. Anyways, it's pretty good. I woke up. I went to bed at 8.30 last night. I woke up at 11.30 p.m. And I've been up since. And it's 9.15 in the a.m. Yeah. So that tells you... My sleep schedule's real sweet. It's real sweet. I feel like I don't know anybody anymore that has figured out sleep. I feel like something is really fucked up with everybody and no one can sleep anymore. Well, Maybe it'll be written about in the future. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to go to sleep when I... Here's the thing, dude. I'm awake, but like a shark. If I... Like, literally, if I stop moving... For more than four to eight seconds, I'm in a cold, stone cold, subconscious sleep. I'm I'm five seconds away from deep REM. I'm really stressed out. I have a lot of shit to do today. What's going on? It will be really boring if I just list my schedule, but just I've got I've got a session at one with Morgan. It's just me and her. I'm producing some acoustic thing for her. And then between now and then I have too many things to do and then this fucking metallica news is just going to require an emergency episode and i've got it's just it's just today's getting complicated all right it look, doesn't matter yours is pretty complicated mine is super complicated can i tell you my schedule sure going to watch the argentina game at 10 a.m. bonk did you hear that oh well that was a period dropping at the end of that that's my entire schedule wow i envy that i did watch some soccer while I was uh, with family over the holidays, um, I'm not in any danger of becoming a soccer fan anytime soon. The USA England game, 95 minutes, zero to zero. Dude, that game was nice because we didn't lose. And I thought we were going to get our asses bunched up. I checked out the commentary about that game. And then handed back to us and it didn't happen. I checked out the commentary. I wanted to see if the world was as outraged as I was. And it turns out people who follow soccer were really, really, really glad 
that we simply did not lose. Yes. It was a that was a huge win for us. <laughs> to not lose was a win. It was a huge win. And we're still in it. We can still we have to beat a team called Iran. And now here's what Iran did. Iran took some Americans. Sure, it was a few years ago. And they tied them up, put them in a room, made them poop in a corner. Guess what we're going to do? Kick their butts on the soccer field for payback. I did see when we first turned it on, whichever day was the day that they penalized the one guy and gave him a free kick and he got it. And then they say that kind of fucked with the whole... Was it Ghana? It was whatever game they played in Qatar. And it like messed with the whole flow of the game. They ended up losing and everyone traced the loss. It was like 3-2. They traced the loss back to that first penalty kick because it demoralized the other team. Well, there have been some, there have been some crazy games. Um, Argentina lost their first game. They're ranked like real high and they lost. But they're going to play again today and they're probably going to win because they're really good. Anyways, I've been enjoying it. Here's what bit us during the holidays. The basketball bug, because we bought tickets to see the Milwaukee Bucks and the Memphis Grizzlies in a couple weeks. And we bought tickets to see the Dallas Mavericks and the LA Lakers in Dallas on Christmas Day. We were going to spend Christmas in Dallas without our child to see basketball. Well, that'll be fun. It will be fun. Do we know anyone in Dallas? No. I do. Is it going to be weird to be away from my daughter during Christmas? Yeah. You know some people in Dallas? <laughs> yeah, I know some musicians that live in Dallas. Some good some good folks. It is weird. It, is weird. it doesn't sound great that you're not going to be with your daughter on Christmas and you are going to be watching a basketball game. That sounds yeah. like some therapy shit later on for your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Well, figure every 10 years, be, have a selfish Christmas. Yeah. I mean, she's going to be wrapped in the bosom of family. She's going to be with 800 of her cousins opening up presents. I don't think she's going to miss us that much. No, she'll be fine. No, that'll be fun. But anyway, yeah, that was what my holiday was like. Reading Quentin Tarantino's book, trying to watch a million movies so I could contextualize what he's saying. Watching a lot of football, a lot of basketball. Yeah, man. Sundays. Here's how much I care about football now. The fucking don't tell me anything about don't tell me anything that happened. I did not watch a single football game yesterday. So I, okay. I have no idea what happened yesterday. In fact, I forgot. This is how much I am into soccer. I forgot that yesterday was NFL Sunday day. That's how much I'm into soccer. That's weird. Because normally, dude, before soccer, when the NFL was in session, I watched every game. And now I'm like, I barely watched the pa- I watched the condensed version of the Packers game. Then I watched maybe the Chiefs. And then I'm like bored. If it ain't soccer, your boys in the locker checking my dockers for snockers. I ran out of things that rhyme with ockers. How interested are you in the new Metallica song? Are you going to rush... Are you going to break your pelvis rushing out of your studio into your house to dial it up on the hi-fi stereo system? Here's how interested I am in Metallica as a whole on a scale from one to ten. Zero. Now, does that include their entire career? Yes. End of story. But you can ask more (laughs) questions about it if you want. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm dying to ask you more questions about something you're 0% interested in. No, I mean. That's how I really would love to spend my morning. I mean, I understand. I get that it's exciting for you and, and it's something that you're into. So in that regard, I care about you, but I don't spend any time thinking about Metallica. I mean, if you need me to come on your metal up your podcast and talk about Metallica for five to 20 hours, no problem. I can do it. <laughs> uh, our, what do you even know about them? Do you even know anything about them? Could you even name a couple of their songs? I could name uh, Enter Sandman. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I don't know any of their other wow. songs. I do know that they have a cool album that's all black that has the word Metallica in the corner. That's cool. Um, pretty cool. I know that they have a German drummer who seems like he has a lot to say and he's a very opinionated, but you could say that about all Germans. He's from Denmark. <laughs> well, he seems very German to me. Um, I do know that they hired a dude that looks like he is Hawaiian to play bass. And he took over for another dude. And they paid him a million dollars when he joined the band. And then they, it was an advance against him just getting paid (laughs) as a player. They haven't paid him since. <laughs> and they've never paid him again. What is it about German? I have a few occasionally I'll get like German clients to hire me to play guitar for their stuff. Man, those, those, first of all, the songs, very interesting. And they always do everything on MIDI. Like I have this one guy, he'll hire me like once every couple of months. And he'll send me all the guitar parts that he's already recorded, but it's all like the guitars through like a software program. And he plays them all on keyboards. And it's horrible. And he knows it. That's why he's hiring someone to replace it. But the thing is, 10 fingers on a piano doesn't translate to guitar chords well. Right. So the chords are crazy. The songs are crazy. A million chords. It sounds kind of like church music, but it's pop stuff. And very, very meticulous attention to detail. Does that sound right about Germans? I mean, Germans... They get an idea in their head and they think it's the best idea they've ever had and that the world should know about it. That's the way they operate. There's no part of Germans that think that their idea that they've got that they really love could be flawed in any way whatsoever. Like they're so (laughs) sure of their shit. It's crazy. Wow. I will say that. Oh, did you, dude, did you watch that link, that video I sent you of that band? No. Oh my God, dude. Amazing. What is it? They're just this, I don't know what you'd call them. They're like, the lead guitar player is like, looks like a manja character, but um, they're just incredible, like four incredible players, a guitar player, bass player, a drummer. Oh yeah. It's Polyphia and the song's called Playing God. And you just wrote Game Over. And I thought, I didn't understand, like, I didn't know if it was supposed to be a joke or 
So like anytime someone sends me something to watch and I don't know what it is, you don't watch I don't it. watch yeah. it because I don't I don't know what I'm looking for. Like sometimes Isabel sends me something, she's like, oh my God, can you believe this? And I'll look at whatever it is and I don't really get, I'll be like, I just don't get it. Just tell me what it is. I mean, if you watched like literally 10 seconds of it, you'd be like, oh, I get it. They're just, <laughs> they're just really amazingly good. But it's, yeah, it's like Ingwie Mounstein, but like if it was a musical. Like it's that kind of dexterity, but if it was actually musical, right? Because so many of those guys forget that part of it when they're like virtuoso, when they're that mega talented at being fast or whatever. Right. A lot of those guys cannot write very good songs. Well, they're pretty good. And then, um, like one of their songs, they have like I don't know. I, I watched it for like forty-five minutes one day. Just watched a bunch of their videos, and like one of them's got Steve Vai as a guest. And Steve Vai looks like a chump. That's oh how, really? You know, yeah, that's how good they are. But Steve Vai is also like you know, I liked him. I always liked his stuff. Great. great. His stuff was always really weird, really weird. And he looks cool too. Still, he's skinny. He still looks real cool good. looking dude. Yeah, real good looking dude. So they yeah, he like shows up about halfway through one of their songs, and um, it's fine. But it's kind of like messy playing soccer at 34 with a bunch of guys who are like 22 and 23 years old who are the best in the world. Yeah. So it's kind of got that vibe, but it's anyways, it's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it. Like I enjoy watching like a stand up comedian. I'm not going to yeah. spend a lot of time listening to it, but yeah. it was fun watching it once. I was in a van recently. We had like kind of a one-off gig. We took a van to Knoxville and I had a couple of knuckleheads in the band with me and who had never heard of someone was like, Hey, let's listen to some comedy. I was like, cool. You know, I love comedy and uh, everyone would listen to a bunch of shit. I'd never heard of. I was like, you guys ever heard of Bill Hicks and no one had heard of Bill Hicks. And I was like, oh, okay. And I have myself not really dipped into Bill Hicks in a while. So I played them rant in E minor and whew, it was interesting. It was interesting listening to Bill Hicks in 2022 with people who had never heard of him. It didn't really go over super great. Problem with Rant E Minor, isn't it the one that's got the music in the background? It does have the music. Well, the music kind of comes in and out as like segues between bits. Yeah, it's it's really one. Of, it's it's my least favorite Bill Hicks record for sure because yeah. because of the music and also also it came out after he died. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the stuff that he didn't think was good enough to be on his specials and stuff. So it's okay, like. You want to watch you want to watch that first special that he, if you're going to introduce somebody to Bill Hicks, you want to watch that first special that he did at the comedy club in Austin. Cuz that thing is as good as anybody's ever done. Another thing that happened over Thanksgiving is we have a couple of teenager uh nieces who are who are real cool, you know. And they all they watched was anime. Like just they would just look at their phones, but they would have anime on loud in the background. And my daughter doesn't really see a lot of that, but she was like fascinated. And one of the teenager girls goes, you got to get her, got to get her started young. And I was like, huh? And she was like on culture. And I was like, wow, you think having anime on the background is culture. And then the next day I was wearing a Beatles shirt that had a Union Jack, you know, flag behind it. And she was like, why does that shirt have a Union Jack symbol on it? And I was like, this is a Beatles shirt. She was like, yeah. Why is there a Union Jack symbol on it? I was like, the Beatles are British. No clue. No, Didn't know anything about the Beatles. 
considered anime culture. Why did she keep saying Union Jack? <coughs> that's the part that's weird, that she knew that was the Union Jack, that it was called the Union Jack. <laughs> I don't even know that's uh, the, I wouldn't even call it the Union Jack. i just call it the fucking British flag. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the part I honed in on, but I don't. I didn't ask her that. I would have said Union Jack this, and then I would have gone directly to jail. Well, I didn't know if you deal with that, any of that stuff with Luke. Just complete breakdown in communication about what's culturally important. I would love to have a conversation with Luke that lasted more than a half a sentence. That'd be awesome. Oh, is that the thing now? No talkie? Yeah, I mean, he's 17 years old. He's hanging out with his friends. He's not talking to me. He was supposed to come over last night, and he texted me. Like I, I went to bed at eight thirty, and then I woke up at eleven thirty. And during that eight thirty to eleven thirty, he texted me, "Hey, are you guys home?" Hello. And then I texted him at eleven thirty, and I know he was awake because he's not not awake at that time. I'm like, "Hey, just woke up from a nap." Never heard back from him. That makes me sad. Well, I feel like that's coming for me. Yeah, it's weird, but I mean, but having said that, like he he loves me. Like he really cares about me and, but it's that time of his life. It's, it's a biological thing where you're breaking away from your parents. You have to do it. It's part of that part of your life. Oh. And and I think women do it earlier. Probably. It's probably all everything. The older I get, the more everything, it's all biological. It's all about survival of the species. Like girls going into that zone where they just become complete dicks happens right after the period right after they get the period they just turn into like real dicks and i think it's that they have to like break away to start this new family thing so they can and it's all it's all it's all biological and we think it's all like oh it's 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 an emotional thing or it's blah 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 no it's it's all in the dna it's like birds fucking flying across the goddamn world to nest in fucking, I don't know, Puerto Rico in the winter and then going up north for the summer. I don't, you know what I mean? And we all think, oh, we're, we're these intellectual uber beings. No, we're just fucking animals. That's all we are. The book that I read that really put that in perspective of me was Sapiens. I really recommend people reading that book. I read about, I read a, I, I read a lot of it. And when I say a lot, I read about 45 pages, <laughs> but it was good. I learned a lot in 45 pages. I figure, I feel, I feel like I, I feel like I learned everything I need to learn in 45 pages. And that's what life's like. And that's going to bring this episode to a conclusion. We're going to talk about 1899 and the secret weekly. Everyone go check out that new Metallica song. Check out our Patreon. Check out all of our other podcasts. Check out the book Sapiens. Check out 1899. Check out Quentin Tarantino's new book, Cinema Speculation. Check out soccer. Check out football. Check out your fucking butt. Bye. Leave your kids and go play basketball. All right, bye. (laughs) 